Okay, so there's a truck getting towed, and it looks like it's coming at us, and my wife's asleep. So we're gonna see if we can scare her. Babe, yeah. wake up, there's a truck coming! Yeah. I'm sorry, it was funny. My truck. It was getting towed. Well, it's certainly not fun when someone takes advantage of you sleeping um, because some of us, especially seem like in that car, uh, parents, um, we especially like to have our sleep when we can get it because our children don't mind to get up in the middle of the night. Uh, I'm sure most of you have either um, experienced that or know what that feels like to get up a lot during the night because uh, when you need sleep, you need to sleep. And I love the graphic for this series. Um, this, this graphic, I didn't know how it was going to turn out. I just told Simone it was going to be about rest. And this is what she did. And I thought this was perfect. And I told her this when she sent it over to me because it reminded me of a problem that I have. And maybe it's a problem that you have too. And the problem is what's called road hypnosis. Road hypnosis. And if you don't know what this is, then you might not have been paying attention in driver's ed when they talked about this. I thought it was kind of a joke myself when I heard about it in driver's ed. Um, but I remember hearing about it so clearly because eventually, as soon as I got on the road, I realized I have a big problem with road hypnosis. And road hypnosis is when you're on a really long drive going somewhere, um, the rhythm of the road and sitting down and, um, you know, the the rhythmic passing of the, uh, the lines going by you can uh, overwhelm you in the desire to sleep. You just have almost no control. And this is really for me too. Like I almost have no control over my desire just to close my eyes and fall to sleep on the road on a, on a long drive. And my wife, Stephanie, can tell you that you can yell at me you can turn on loud music, you can pinch me, you can even slap my face. I'll even try to slap my face to keep myself awake. And you can't do it. I just cannot keep myself from falling asleep. And our tendency, and, and well, before I get there, I should highlight some facts about road hypnosis and just being drowsy and, and driving. In 2017, 91,000 crashes were due to drowsy drivers. That's a lot. 50,000 thousand injuries, 800 deaths because people were too tired while driving. And it's so easy to think that the problem has to do with the fact that someone was driving and they got road hypnosis. But I don't think that's the problem. And unfortunately, I think we oversimplify oftentimes the consequences of our lack of sleeping on other things. Like we were just too overworked. We have too much on our plate. We had too much going on. But I don't think the problem had anything to do with those things. I don't think the underlying issue has anything to do with road hypnosis. I think the problem simply is, number one, that we're tired. We're just simply tired. It's that I was too tired to be driving that day. It's that you were too tired. You didn't sleep long enough. You crammed too much in your daily schedule and you didn't get time to rest. And so you went into driving or you went into whatever it is in your life and you're just simply too tired and it puts you to sleep. And the other problem that I think we have around a life these days, not only that we're just simply tired, but we also have a really bad case of what's called, maybe you've heard of this, get there-itis. 
This is actually a term uh, I've learned about in, in, in flying airplanes. It's a problem that has led to a number of plane crashes where people are just like, I, pilots specifically, sorry, are just like, I have to get there. I'm going to take off. I'm going to go there. Yes, the weather's not good there. Yes, the weather's not good here. And they end up getting themselves into a problem that they can't get out of because, well, they just have to get there. And I think this driving illustration this road hypnosis, um, or honestly, just driving in general, is a perfect illustration for how, how often most of us, or how common it is for most of us, living our lives with these two problems. That we're too tired, and we probably should, should rest, but we don't. We're too too tired, but we're just going to push ourselves to get there, and get there, and get the next thing done, and keep moving forward. I mean, how many times have you told yourself, I just have to get there. I just have to get this one thing done, this one more thing. I can just, if I could get this one more thing done, it's all going to be better. I'm going to take this phone call. I got to respond to at least this one more email. I got to take this next job or this different job, or, you know, I'm going to get up super early so I can get there early. And then of course I tell all my friends how early I got up. So I kind of brag about it, you know, but I just got to get it done. I got to get there. And we end up driving, we end up trying to move forward, and we end up fighting ourselves to just get through, to stay awake at the wheel. When really what we should be doing, and this is what they told me in driver's ed class, you really, if you have driver's hypnosis, just pull over, or stop at a rest stop, and just rest for 20 minutes. Yeah, it's going to add on 20 minutes to your trip, but just give yourself a break to restore and recoup before you keep moving forward. And oftentimes, that's all you have to do. But we don't, do we? We don't want to stop for 20 minutes. We don't want to tell our kids they're doing too much and they have to slow down and take on less. We don't want to have to say no to other people. We don't want to have to take time in our weekly schedules to rest. It's not a norm. It's not our culture anymore. And the worst part is because it's not the norm, we just have built into our DNA that, you know, you've may have heard this um, example once or twice before in, in tying it into other ideas, but we just get this idea that once we get there once safely, then we can do it again. Even though our body was saying no, or we shouldn't do that, or our conscious or, you know, our ethics, our morals were saying no, we shouldn't do it. You know, we got there and it was all okay. So we're going to do it again. And it's built into, I think, our American culture a little bit too much of wearing how much we work, wearing how much we push through, wearing how little we rest as a badge of honor. We like you know, wear it on our chest. Like, here's how many hours I worked today. Here's how hard I worked today. We don't celebrate rest, do we? In fact, I would suggest that we, we equate rest to weakness. I mean, how, how many times do 